What a beautiful piece of music. And uh, yeah, it almost, uh, whenever you listen to uh, Vosinova, it almost, uh, you, you actually just picture him uh, going into some trance of sort. Uh, it, it's deep, it's spiritual, and that's memeza. And uh, for those who don't understand, it means shout out loud. And uh, this is uh, connecting to um, this particular conversation that we are about to have, uh, that once again, Alexander residents are beginning to repair and clean up um, and and this on, on the 7th of December following a fire uh, that ravaged uh, the informal settlement um, this was this happened on the 6th of December and 7th they started cleaning up um, but for how long do we keep doing this uh, for how long do we keep go- going back um, to how Alexander gets affected by shack fires um, along the Jeske River there's just always um, uh, destruction of property there's giant rats uh, there's crime there's violence uh, what will it take I mean I remember uh, many projects that have happened in the past the local economic development which was in 2001 uh, which had planned that 350,000 people living in eight thousand five hundred uh, formal uh, will live in eight thousand five hundred uh, houses and thirty four thousand shacks uh, three thousand hostel complexes this is just too many people congested in, in in one space and this is only in the density of 770 um, per hectare and and this is just it, it it surely it's unacceptable we get to a place where we recognize some of the townships that have contributed to who we are and uh, in 2001 an estimated um, uh, 1.3 billion was put aside over seven years um, to renew Alexander. Uh, but all these plans and, and still uh, we ravaged by the same challenges. I know that a couple of churches and NGOs have put together intervention projects. Uh, last week we spoke to Gift of the Givers and uh, I know that Rema Church is also going um, to be donating something on Wednesday. I know that, um, uh, you know, a number of individuals also did something. Anelem um, daughter through her radio station and her radio show also fed about uh, 2,000 people on Friday. So a lot of people are, are just giving back. But I mean, for how long do we keep going, coming back to this moment? And to help us just put this into context, and uh, what are some of the prevention uh, methodologies that we can apply? Uh, we are going to be joined by uh, Louis Secho, and uh, who was part of Alexander Renewal, um, but he's been in Alexander for the longest time and contributing back uh, to the community. Let's pay the bills when we return we speak to Louis. Lifetime Live with Griselda Tutumashe. And uh, just to remind you of our connection points at SAFM Radio, both on Twitter and Facebook, and you find us 104 to 107 FM nationwide. And you can hashtag on both these mediums, uh, Twitter or Facebook, uh, at SAFM Lifetime Live. Hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And we also re- um, appreciate your calls on 0891-104-207. WhatsApp voice note on 0614-104-107. And you can also send an SMS at 409. 938 charged at 150 per SMS. Uh, Louis now joining us on the line. Good afternoon and welcome, Louis. Hi, good afternoon, Professor. I mean, it, it really breaks my heart that in 2018, so many years into democracy, uh, we're still talking about the fact that it, it's a human right for Alexander to be developed. Yeah, 
Yes, no, I think you, you are correct. And I was listening to your intro. Uh, I can tell you that uh, the leadership of Alex, uh, its residents, including myself, have failed the township and its people. Because I think by now, Alex shouldn't be in the state that it's, it's in. I think it's really an indictment on that leadership that comes from that community, including myself, that we've left Alex to be in the state that it is in. I mean, today being uh, International Human Rights Day, uh, for a person who's lived along Jeske River, what should a day like this mean to them? No, I mean, uh, you know, it's really terrible. Uh, there are people in this country who wish for rain because rain brings mm. uh, growth and brings water. But uh, for the people of Alex who live along uh, the Jeske River, for them, they pray that it doesn't rain. It, it tells you the kind of country uh, we live in. And Alex, it's really choking, uh, you know, as, as you know, what the socioeconomic challenges of this country mm. are. But uh, it is for the people of Alex and its leadership who should be standing up and changing Alex for the better. But let's not also forget that uh, because Alex is a welcoming environment and everybody that comes to Johannesburg from wherever, from the country, all uh, the continent, Alex is their first stop. Mm. And uh, I think it, it's quite a great thing that the uh, of Alex have always been welcome, welcoming of people from outside who are coming to look for jobs and elsewhere. But it, it's very congested. It is impossible to do anything in Alex. The pavements have got shakes on them. There's absolute mm. lawlessness. Mm. Water gets... I mean, it, it's a mess, Chris. But so who's... for Alex to change, you need a martial plan. Uh-huh. You leaders who are very courageous, who are prepared to lose votes and move people by force if need be, so that you can normalize Alex because Alex is extremely abnormal. But do people in Alexander actually understand that those living conditions are abnormal? Um, because it's all good and well to say, you know, law enforcers must just come and do something. And I'm glad you mentioned that without fearing uh, losing votes, because right now, um, from where I sit, in an environment that has floods, rodents and, and shack fires, and, and still nobody's bold enough to say th- this is no way um, we can regard this as a living condition. But do people of Alex um, regard this as an abnormal way of living? Well, I, I think the people of Alex know that they are in the, uh, the west side of uh, where this country is. They know that uh, for them, freedom has meant very little because their condition hasn't changed. But if you look at the people who are affected by the fire, uh, mm. I mean, those are people who, if we said it's a, it's a very un, uh, unlawful environment where people do as they please, it's people who invaded. Uh, buildings, we invaded factories mm, to, mm, to, mm. To, 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 you know, to, to live in those places. I mean, there was a problem of uh, fire water. If you look, if you go into those areas, there used to be fire hydrants and those places uh, were proper uh, uh, factories. But people decided to use those uh, fire hydrants uh, for, for drinking water. Whoa. You, you can't blame them, but the leaders must rise, the city of Joseph must rise, the province must rise. You know, we can't say to people, you can't take this piece of land to live 
uh, because it's, it's not conducive for living. You say, where must they live? If they don't have housing, where must they go? Mm. So I mm. think the blame must squarely sit on our leadership in the city and, 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 and the, the, the leadership of this province. So you guys put together, you were part of a, a very comprehensive approach in, in renewing Alexander. I don't know how do you even renew something that was never um, habitable because Alexander has always been plagued uh, with with crime and, and congestion because um, like you say that it's, it's one of those townships that was always welcoming to the outsiders. Um, so what happened? Why do we find ourselves here? Because I'm sitting what? with plans from 2001 there was a, a a grand plan it was called development something in 20 uh, 2007 um there was something else um i mean where where is the blockage it's definitely failure all the way uh and notwithstanding the fact that uh, for you to identify uh identify alex you need to remove people and place them elsewhere and build proper infrastructure and then bring people in I can tell you people of Alex are very resistant to move out of Alex to anywhere, even if it's for temporary uh, reasons. Yeah. So the, the kind of leadership that, that, that is required to make those things happen, it must be brave, it must have the courage to lead, and it must be fearless. You know, you can't allow people who say it's okay to live on, on, on where there's a water pipe, uh, a pipeline, where there's emergency uh, uh, you know, uh, connection uh, points people can build and, and do as they please. It cannot be. You can't create a normal environment when people uh, uh, behave abnormally in the way they want to be part of, of life and part of society. And then you know? uh, from the congestion, when accidents happen, everybody's shack is, is destroyed. And I'm, I'm made to believe that uh, uh, the guy who was supposedly accused of starting the fire has since died from mob justice. Uh, and you know, Priscilla, we are, we, are, we are fortunate. I don't know if I can say we are fortunate that the matter was reported. Alex is a ticking type bomb. Mm. Uh, people kill each other. Uh, on a regular basis, uh, you know, it, 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 it's mayhem. You know, we, we, we see this challenge only when it's on TV or, or, or in, in the media. But Alex, it's an ongoing challenge. I am praying that uh, uh, we never reach a point where the people of Alex who say they are bona fide, they, they, are, they are people of Alex and, 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 and those who are said to be foreigners don't get into a conflict point. Because increasingly people are saying, we need to drive these people out of our communities. But these people are part of our country. Mm. Now, if, if leaders uh, don't do anything now, I can tell you there will be an unrest in Alex where it, 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 it's a war between those who say they are uh, uh, you know, original people of Alex or the Bonafides and those who are said to be foreigners and so on. I mean, there are incidents in Alex where people get uh, uh, you know, uh, driven out of flats because they are told that they are not Alex people and people take over flats by force. Mm. I mean, we've had situations where there's invasions of, of houses and flats that have been built by government. And wow. those who, who committed these crimes continue and they, they, they get legalized. And therefore, it's now becoming normal in Alex to say, if you want a flat, you must uh, pull out a gun or you must be prepared to drive somebody out. I think very soon we are going mm. to see a war between uh, South Africans in, in Alex because of the challenges that that place is facing.
something indeed has to give and uh, we take your calls on 0891-104-207 WhatsApp voice note on 0614-104-107 and you can also um, join us on uh, Facebook and Twitter at SAFM Radio hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live SMS is 40938 charged at 150 uh, James I read your SMS straight after the news headlines with Utsilisa Hashtag SAFM Lifetime Right, joining me on the line um, is Luis Yecho. As we reflect on Alexander, uh, what is the plan for Alexander? So many years later, why do we still talk uh, floods, rodents, check fires, and the list goes on and on. And uh, this is a place that is right next to Africa's richest square mile and and yet uh, the burden of poverty and and infrastructure de- decay or uh, continues an sms from james yoste uh, in cape town says it's a travesty that uh, in 25 years the anc hasn't done anything about alexander i've taught at uh, secondary school and to see the conditions that people uh, fellow south africans are forced to live in when the rich in Sentin uh, turn a blind eye um shame on you. Let all 90% of uh, rates uh, paid in Sentin go to Alexander. Spend nothing on Sentin. It's perfect. Come on. <laughs> it can be done. Uh, people need their dignity. Give the poor a home paid um, uh, for by their bed, uh, brothers and sisters in Sentin uh, from their rates. And that's uh, James Yoste uh, in Cape Town. And I guess, you know, something indeed has to give Louis. Um, because like you say, that it's a ticking time bomb. There'll come a time when people in Alexander actually realize and recognize that there's nothing more to take from others. And they will take from just across the road and that will be from Sentin. Yeah, no, you, you, you're correct, Chris Hilda. Uh, Alex is an environment that is uh, constantly creating uh, abnormal human beings. Mm. And I think if you come out of Alex and you have never been to prison, I think you, you count uh, your, your, your blessings. It is an environment that uh, constantly creates a reason to do wrong. It is an sure. environment that creates reason to steal, to murder, to, I mean, it is crazy. It is not normal. You cannot produce normal human beings out of society. So if the rest of the people who live in Fenton and around Alex think Alex is not their problem, I can tell you they will never sleep at night unless the challenge of all challenges of Alex are dealt with and dealt with very vigorously. And and you say the responsibility is located with, um, you know, decisive, bold government making decisions uh, for the future of Alex. Is it doable, though? I think it is doable, uh, you know, Chriselda. And I think the leaders of Alex, with all their famous names, must take responsibility for the state of where Alex is. Mm. And you must remember, for, for us who grew up in Alex, uh, there used to be times where there was no tar road in Alex, but Alex was spotlessly clean. Yeah. Because our mothers knew what it meant to wake up in the morning and sweep the streets along, uh, uh, across your, 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 your yard. And then there was a point where, because of politics, it, uh, a call for it to say where there is land occupied. That's what the politicians of the, of the time said. Because they wanted to create an ungovernable uh, society. They said, where there is land occupied, this is how you, what you see happening in Alex. The very people who are calling on people to occupy land without a proper process, 
Those are the people who are calling for mayhem and disorder that mm. we're experiencing in Alex. So until we've got the kind of, I mean, I, I use the word martial plan mm. or martial law very, very, very uh, uh, seriously. Because in this country, if you are not firm with the law and you are not firm in ensuring that human rights are protected, this country will go down. And Alex is a clear sign of what it means to be lawless. Mm, mm, mm. You know? It is you, international. You tell me how many people pay for water, how much, how many people pay for electricity, I can tell you it's zero. Wow. There's illegal connections happening all the time. I'm not saying people who are poor should not be given access to electricity, but it has to be orderly and coordinated mm. so that people can respect that these services that come from government are not free. If mm. you if you are getting them for free, you need to look after them. But, but Alex is creating an environment that says you can have it if you want it. If you can throw a stone, you can get it. But the current, uh, you know, electioneering um, strategies and approach is about promising people uh, things as part of uh, human rights and and free electricity and free housing. Uh, Those were amongst um, the the phrases that were loosely thrown uh, and and from some of the parties and ANC is one of them. So do you believe that we need to go back and, and... withdraw some of the statements that were made and teach. We, we, we need to be honest to ourselves regardless of how many votes it costs us. I mean, with the, with the very incident of last week we're referring to, mm. uh, where the premier and everybody else went to that area to give support and, and then do all these other things. Nobody asked the question, who does this piece of land belong to? Yo. How did you occupy this piece of land? Now, uh, people went and invaded these uh, uh, factories and, and pieces of land everywhere. Now, there's no plan from the city point of view in terms of giving people, those people, electricity or water and sanitation because wow. they are, they have occupied spaces illegally. But well, we walk in there and say, oh, it's okay, we'll look after you, we'll sort it out, don't worry. Mm. Now, you are justifying an illegal act. You are not saying, we told you that you're not allowed to build here. Mm. We have people who live under pylons in Alex. There was an area next to Malbro that, that is under electrical pylons. You mm. know you cannot have people living under electrical pylons, but people have occupied land there by force. Now tell me what happens if there's, a, there's, a, there's an electrical problem with a wire that falls onto this shed. Sure. That's carrying so much power. I mean, how do you live under electrical pylons? How do you do that? It's a question that we need. It's a question that we need an answer for. We did um, knock at both the premier and uh, the mayor's offices. The premier, we told that he's dealing with the challenges of life as it many, and the mayor's of uh, the mayor's diary is uh, way too full to have this conversation. But we did try and hear some of your voice notes. Hi, this is Chris Elder. This is Bantum Chiselwa. I am very concerned about how comfortable we are with the gap um, of inequality that we have in South Africa. Incidents like Alex and the Cape Town fires show how our government and the powers that be, how much they don't care for the human life. The basic human right is to provide shelter and give dignity to the people that you're saying you are leading. Not so long ago, we had a big campaign, global citizen people pledging a lot of money 
and I asked myself a question. We have so many kids and so many families um, going to bed without anything to eat, people living in spaces that are not conducive, yet we have individuals within our country with so much money and they're not really helping much um, honestly to 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 assist the development it's 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 quite scary and now i'm coming to a conclusion that those that are in power and those that have the money to assist don't necessarily want to assist but it's all about publicity and saying i have pledged this i have done this instead of us seeing the actual impact of their wealth and also the government itself their leadership it's it's we're living in quite a um scary times if i may say sometimes i feel like uh, you know the government at hand never quantified what it means to be ready to govern and uh in 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 when you get to a place where you start quantifying um is it really a shame to come back and say actually it's way too overwhelming the needs are uh, surpass uh, our capacity all right vlo is joining us from bedford view good afternoon and welcome Molo, molo, the, uh, the previous guy before the one you were, you were talking now, I think he said everything I wanted to say. You know, when I watched the news, I was talking to myself. Really, I don't feel pity for people that, I mean, they put themselves in danger. I mean, who put them there in the first place? If I was the government, I wouldn't even send an ambulance because they were, bl- they were blaming this uh, firefighter guys that they came late. Mm-hmm. And I said to them, you're blaming the guys, but who said you must come live here? No police supposed to go there, no ambulance, supposed to no fireworks, they must just see to it what to finish because they put themselves there. No pity for them. And and the tragedy is whether it was an accident or not, the guy who supposedly um, started the fire has now been killed. Yes. Uh, then, because oh, I, I mean, <laughs> also yeah, he, I I mean, he made everybody upset. And you find the lady who said, I've got a newborn, and then really, Mm. How can you bring a newborn under that situation, to be, to be honest, Mark? Oh, woman, let's fix our lives. There's a dumb girl, um, who, who said she has a one-year-old who was strapped on, on her back when, when the fire started and all her belongings, that means clothes, the bed, the cupboards, um, the fridge that she recently bought, the television set, all went up in flames. All right, let's go to Joseph in Randbeck. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Most uh, welcome, sir. I, I just want us to not to comment about certain things that we are not having facts about. The, the, the issue of Alexander, uh, uh, my dear sister, is that 70% of the people that are staying there, they are either have RDP houses in other provinces. And you don't qualify for RDP house for a second time, you see. And the other thing is that most most of the people that are staying in Alexander, they are foreigners and they don't qualify for housing there. And the third thing is that that place itself there, you cannot build houses on that place. That's the fact. So you what are you disputing from what was said, Joseph? No, no, what I'm disputing is that you mustn't say the government does not do what they are supposed to do no um we uh, well the, our guest said we need people in government to be bold and make decisions tell people that you cannot build here 
Um, I, I mean, we made it very clear that some of the buildings or some of the the people who occupy uh, the land, they don't even consider whose land it is. Yeah, but, but the problem is that once the people have put in their shakes there, the constitution says that before you can take them out there, you have to find an alternative space for them. Now, if you take an, an alternative space for them, then you have to take them something like 20 kilometers or 100 kilometers but he from did their say place that. Point, and they will, they will still come back there anyway. We, he so did say that he did say that when um, uh, Joseph, I, I guess where we are right now is trying to figure out what to do. Um, I mean, to come on air and say, don't say things that are unfounded when you are saying something that's not unfounded. That's not fair. Let's rather talk about what do we do? No, the, the people should just listen to the government. If the government says that, please don't put in your shake here because it is not safe then people should just obey the law. That's all. But they're not doing, they're not obeying the law. They're not listening to government. What do we do? No. All right. I suspected that we might lose you. Um, but, you know, uh, as we continue the conversation, unfortunately, time is just uh, a, a huge factor right now. Um, but I'd like to just read through the, this SMS quickly. Mac from um, Bumalanga, who says, um, we have no need to, to celebrate Human Rights Day. The NC has removed and politicized um, this day by all of human rights and that have been uh, taken away from us. Um, health, safety, water, electricity education and human dignity um human dignity trust uh, trust human uh, respect basic human services and their hard and vbs money as well they should change the holiday and name it south africa um to human capture day <laughs> yeah all right. Um, I guess it, it makes us um, very emotional. Uh, it does make us uh, very emotional because it's just uh, it, it's just unfortunate that so many years later we still have to deal uh, with uh, such uh, travesty. And Ulungisani Lungombanza on Twitter says the so-called leaders just don't care. We also have a WhatsApp voice note. All right, it seems like it, it's for a different conversation. All right, right now, um, I just want to thank my guest and, 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 and I guess maybe just uh, find out, Louis, because it feels like a, a lost cause. Uh, where to from here? What do we do? I think, uh, Christina, we need to forget about elections and then we need to attract votes uh, to the ruling party. The ruling party must say, how, uh, how do we do things right? And there's no country that, that implements its laws and have everybody, every citizen happy. But if you, yeah, if you make laws yeah. that are uh, in favor of, of, of human rights and the right of people to live uh, decently with dignity, you shouldn't have a problem in the long run. I think, Alex, it's where it is because there was a point of chasing support and, and voting beyond uh, what it, it is the right thing to do for people to live in, in places that are fit for human beings. Sure. In conclusion, like sheep, we vote for people uh, who misuse our taxes because they liberated us. Mm.
and uh, Vusindala says, um, but your guest is hypocritic. Uh, hypocritic. Uh, today he is singing uh, like the proverbial canary because they are no longer um, ruling the city as uh, the ANC. Uh, for over two decades, they uh, presided over the uh, decaying Alex. And today they behave like uh, the literary re- rest in peace von Winkle um, and <laughs> and they now making the Alex issue a voting ball. Um, your guest is grandstanding. Uh, Vusi, I would love to know what your response is. What should give? What is the answer? Because uh, it's all good and well to point fingers that it's this one, it's that one. And I guess um, you spoke articulately, uh, Louis, about uh, the challenges that uh, the government at hand is finding in people who opt for lawlessness. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying this country has got everything for all the people that need. But I'm saying when there are resources that are invested in Mm. a community for its betterment, those resources must be uh, used uh, proper. I'm not in construction or I'm not a social activist, uh, Chris But all of us who are part of Alex and who care for Alex must go and play a meaningful role in that community and make sure that we can advance. In the areas where I have a, a control over... Uh, which is in education. We are doing so much to produce uh, uh, graduates out of Alex so that uh, they can uh, come back to their communities and create a better environment. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. By the way, I had forgotten that we had lost the city of Jobek. It wasn't in my mind. Uh, But yeah, it's okay. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the reminder, I guess.